Today, we're talking about a Senate shakeup, Cinderella stories at the World Cup, more Twitter files, and other top news for Monday, December 12th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. Our prayers can go where we cannot. There are no borders, no prison walls, no doors that are closed to us when we pray. Brother Andrew. Let's start with some espresso shots. Cinema has left the chat of Democratic senators. The Arizona senator declared she's becoming an independent just days after Dems secured a 51 to 49 Senate lead. Other than the letter after her name, Cinema insists that not much will change. She was already known as a bit of a rogue vote, siding with Republicans on topics like taxes while voting with Democrats on things like LGBTQ rights and gun control. Cinema says the switch will help her avoid the partisan structure of the Senate and better represent her and her constituents, saying, I have never fit perfectly in either national party. However, critics say the move is tied to her personal political career. As an independent, Cinema can skip a potentially close Democratic primary and go straight to the general election in 2024. Our goal is to keep the big things big and the small things small. It's not that politicians and our political parties aren't important. They're just not God of the universe important. Stay focused on eternity. It changes everything. Colossians 3, verse 2 through 4 says, Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Morocco made history by upsetting Portugal and likely ending Cristiano Ronaldo's World Cup career to become the first African team to make it to the World Cup semis. They'll see if they can keep their magical run going against defending champion France on Wednesday. Meanwhile, Croatia is repeating its improbable 2018 World Cup run. They upset powerhouse Brazil in a shootout, earning a spot in the semifinals and the right to face Lionel Messi's Argentina tomorrow. The soccer world is also mourning the sudden passing of Grant Wall, 49, a celebrated American sports journalist who collapsed and died while covering the World Cup in Qatar. Wall is widely credited with raising the profile of soccer in America, and tributes from around the world flowed in. The cause of death is unknown. Here's a verse to consider when sadness for some mixes in with joy for others. There is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to weep and a time to laugh. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 4. Elon Musk, working with independent journalists, has released parts 2, 3, and 4 of the Twitter files. Part 2 shows Twitter created secret blacklists to limit the visibility of accounts and topics despite publicly saying they did not engage in shadow banning. Part 3 reveals internal discussion around the decision to ban former President Trump and shows Twitter executives violated internal policies by holding meetings with federal agencies, FBI, DHS, about policing posts. Part 4 shows Twitter executives disciplining users without specific Twitter policies to back the decisions. The reaction to the files has been sharply divided. Conservatives say their proof pre-Musk Twitter worked to quietly suppress conservative viewpoints, while liberals say the files are a big nothing burger that simply shows employees discussing difficult content moderation cases, much of which the company has already disclosed. We represent Christ well when we are kind to people we believe are wrong, going out of our way to serve and care for them. This is what it means to love your enemies. Luke 6 verse 32 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. 
This episode is sponsored by MetaShare. Have you ever stared at a $2,000 per night Airbnb listing thinking to yourself, you know, if I got 14 other people to come with me, this would be doable. Well, that's essentially what MetaShare is, with a few tweaks. Instead of an Airbnb, it's your healthcare costs. Instead of 14 friends, it's 400,000 fellow Christians. And instead of you having to make things happen, it's MetaShare taking care of everything. No, seriously, their concierge-style approach is part of why they have a 98% satisfaction rating. If you want lower healthcare costs, take some time to see if MetaShare is right for you. Check out the link in our show notes. Healthcare sharing is not the best option for everyone, but it is an excellent option for many. Take the time to research if it's right for you and your family. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. The U.S.-Russia prisoner swap disappointed many for not including the release of Paul Whelan, an ex-Marine imprisoned in Russia since 2018, but top U.S. officials promised they're still working for his release. Both back home, Brittany Griner has been undergoing medical evaluations, and Viktor Bout has been praising Putin's invasion of Ukraine. South Korea is prepping for a Benjamin Button moment. On June 1st, residents will become one to two years younger thanks to a new law requiring official documents use their international age. Currently, many use Korean age, which considers babies to be one year old at birth and another year older every January 1st. Caleb Williams, quarterback of the USC Trojans, won the Heisman Trophy this weekend, college football's award for most outstanding player. During his acceptance speech, Williams acknowledged that though he won the award, the other finalists will play in college football playoffs while he and his Trojans watch from home. Uh, never mind. Iran's state media has officially denied any closure of the so-called morality police responsible for enforcing social behaviors like Iran's mandatory headscarf law. Western media outlets reported Iran was abolishing the group, a misinterpretation of a statement by Iran's attorney general last week. Double inflation and gloomy outlooks have Brits setting down their tea and picking up their pickets. Nurses, ambulance crews, railway workers, and airport staff are among those who have announced walkouts throughout December as workers demand higher pay and job security. The strikes have the government urging people to reconsider Christmas travel plans. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face to face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.